the Dallas Stars dropped game one of their first round series to the Minnesota Wild in double overtime. And on today's episode, we'll talk about why everything is going to be okay. We'll talk about the hit on Joe Pavelski. And we'll also talk about Jake Gottinger, who appears to be as good as ever in the postseason. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, April 18th. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Appreciate all you everydayers out there listening, watching, however you consume the show, doing it every day. Thank you for the continued support. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already, whether that be on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. And my goodness, what a game on Monday night. And it's only game one. Literally everything that could be in the confines of an NHL hockey game, we got on Monday evening at the American Airlines Center between the Stars and the Minnesota Wild. And really, I mean, just an incredible game in terms of the content, the storylines, obviously not everything about it was great for the stars for multiple reasons. Obviously, they did lose. And and I imagine many of you watching, listening, you, you're probably a little bit sleep deprived. You're tired. You're maybe a little bit frustrated. You're angry. Your blood's boiling a little bit. And, and I feel that even recording this at 1.39 a.m. after the game, I'm still coming back down from, from watching that that game, that matchup, double overtime, some calls that I didn't necessarily agree with, some sequences that I didn't really like, but it's one game. It's one game. Obviously, you'd like to see the Stars win the first game of the series with home ice advantage. Things didn't go their way. I, I think and believe that they were the better team in the third period and in both overtimes. I think they had way more opportunities to end the game. And you look at the way that the game ended, and, and it's kind of an awkward and, dare I say, lucky carom to the slot that Ryan Hartman is in a good position. He, he put himself in a good spot. Got to give credit where credit's due, and he's able to beat Jake Ottinger, who had been unbeatable pretty much all night, especially in that third period and in overtime. I mean, that's really the only way this game was going to end. It wasn't going to be on, on a specially designed play with pin pinpoint perfect accuracy on the passes and the perfect shot. It, it had to end the way that it did for better or for worse for Stars fans. But I, I think that there is encouragement to be had from this game and that the Stars, although the first two periods were not good, 
They finally found a way to generate pressure on the five on five. They found ways to be an effective team and get effective looks. Even when they were down two forwards, they eventually did get Max Domi back, but you're down one of your best players on your top line in Joe Pavelski. You lose Max Domi for a little bit because of a game misconduct and the stars still found a way late in the game down the stretch to be in it till the very end. And they put themselves in an opportunity to win, but Philip Gustafson and Jake Ottinger were not giving an inch of room in their respective creases. Incredible saves after incredible saves from both the netminders in this matchup. One of the best goalie games we've seen in quite some time, and maybe even comparable to some of the games we saw in Dallas's first round series last year against Calgary. And so I know it's easy right now to feel down, to feel discouraged, and that's fair. You are justified in feeling that way after this game. I know I am to some extent, but you have to remind yourself it's one game and this team has gone through far too much. They've come way too far to just roll over after one loss. Yes, it stings double overtime. A lot was put into this game and the stars come away empty handed, but it's a best of seven series and there's still plenty of hockey left to be played. And you better believe with that group that is still out there, that's going to be going out there on Wednesday and the games beyond. We're going to expect the same level of intensity. And the Minnesota Wild are also going to be playing with the same level of intensity. And the Stars are going to have to find a way to match it. And I believe they will. I believe that this game Monday night adds fuel to the fire because of the loss, because they, they watch one of their brothers leave the ice. Really, you know, not on his own power, although... We, we did hear that Joe Pavelski was able to leave the arena Monday night on his own, and the, the reports seem to indicate that he's okay for the most part, but his status is uncertain. A, a lot of adversity, but that, that's part of that, that comes with the territory in the postseason. Not everything is going to go smoothly, not everything is going to go perfect, but there's still reasons to be encouraged. The Stars got scoring from the players they needed to get scoring from Rope Hints and Jason Robertson. Both notch one goal. We see Miro Haskinen getting involved. Miro Haskinen skated for 41 minutes and 42 seconds, nearly 42 minutes of ice time for Miro Haskinen. He left it all out there. Incredible efforts from guys who really don't have any playoff experience or very little playoff experience. Guys like Thomas Harley. I was impressed with what I saw from him. Wyatt Johnston, his first taste of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Seven shots on goal. 26 minutes of time on ice. The effort 100% was there from this team, and it's going to continue to be there. And this is a series, as, as was discussed yesterday with Seth of Locked On Minnesota Wild, that, that probably goes six or seven games, and, and it's going to be an absolute slugfest with hits, with fights, these close, intense games we predicted over time at least twice. We might get it three or four times in this series. It seems very likely, and it's a part of the process. It's something that you have to learn to enjoy and roll with the punches. And obviously, again, you want a different result given how close it felt the Stars were on Monday, but that's the Stanley Cup playoffs for you. There's still a lot to like with this team, and there's still a lot of reason to believe that they can win this series. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about Joe Pavelski. We'll talk about the hit from Matt Dumba, give you my thoughts on it. 
And yeah, I'll just leave it at that. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. FanDuel is an official partner of Major League Baseball. I want to thank you again for making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen every single day. Continuing to talk about last night's game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. First round stars hosting the Minnesota Wild. And we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the hit from Matt Dumba on Joe Pavelski. Is a is a stupid play by Matt Dumba. And I know I'm not the only one who shares that opinion. I know a lot of people, especially Stars fans, do. And I know there's plenty of Minnesota Wild fans who also share that viewpoint. There's also uh, plenty of other ones who don't know what they're talking about and, and just love that that their team is winning. Um, they don't understand the game. They could care less about players' safety and the well-being of these players that put their lives and livelihood on the line every single night, which that is part of the game. The Stanley Cup playoffs are physical. They're unforgiving. And stuff like this does happen. I understand that. I 100% get it. Uh, guys get hit. Guys get concussions. But you go back and watch that play. And that puck is nowhere near Joe Pavelski. It's nowhere near Matt Dumba. It is well behind the Minnesota Wild net. And Pavelski is kind of veering off towards the corner. Yet Dumba leaves his feet. His skates leave the ground. And he he goes and he hits Joe Pavelski. Looks like he's aiming for the head. Doesn't really quite get there. Almost looks shoulder to shoulder. So you could say, well, at least he avoided the head. But the hit was enough to knock Pavelski down to the ground where his head hit the ground. I don't know if you've ever fallen on a sheet of ice before, but it's not exactly like a bunch of pillows. It's a stupid play by Matt Dumba. A dirty hit, a dirty play. I won't go as far to say that he's overall a dirty player. I, I've seen Matt Dumba play a physical game before, and, and I know he's had some other run-ins, but a stupid play and also ridiculous that there was no punishment dealt out in the game. And I know it's you, you want to point at the officials. The officials in the arena on Monday night got the call right by originally calling a five-minute major. It's the people in Toronto who review the play. They're the ones... They get it wrong, but the officials in this game at the arena also not off the hook. They were awful in just about every other regard in this game. That's a different conversation for a different day, but they got that call right. The five-minute major, something need to ha have been done, whether or not you determine the, the hit itself was clean, although I still don't really think it was. Something has, has to be done. If you, if as the NHL, if they really do care about player safety uh, and, and concussions and CTE, in a world where we're seeing athletes across multiple sports suffer the, the, the consequences of that. You look at guys like Antonio Brown, former NFL player, the, these physically demanding sports, these physical contact sports where your head is getting put through a gauntlet day in and day out. We're seeing it affect people's lives. 
not just while they're playing the sport, but well after. And, and Joe Pavelski is near the end of his career. He's a father. He's a husband. He has plenty of life left to live once he hangs up the skates here in a couple of years. And who knows what, what, what a hit like that could do in Joe Pavelski's life, not just right now. Obviously, he, it seems likely he's going to miss at least part of this series. Again, that we got updates after the game that all things considered, he's doing okay and walking and, and able to leave the arena by his own power and get home on his own. But still, I mean, who knows what the long-term effects of a play like that could do to a man. You, you, obviously, if you watched on TV, you saw Joe Pavelski did not look himself after that hit. He looked very out of it, looked very phased and confused. A really stupid play, a dumb play by Matt Dumba. And I know it's it's the playoffs. It, it, it's a bang-bang play, and stuff like that happens. And I, and I know on the other end, there were, there was a a cry from the Minnesota crowd of, you know, Ryan Suter, a pretty dirty cross check on Kirill Kaprizov. That probably should have been called as well. But it's just interesting to me that so many people would say, oh, no, that Matt Dumba hit was clean and and Joe Pavelski's just soft. Stars fans are just soft. You guys don't get it. You guys don't understand playoff hockey. And then a cross check that, again, was not legal, should have definitely been called, but not really probably going to affect Kaprizov long term outside of this series maybe. Just, just feels a little inconsistent, feels a little bit ironic from, from the Minnesota Wild faithful who, who would dare to say that that hit from Dumba was clean and warranted and, and nothing bad should have come from it. Where I feel like a five-minute major is the least that, that should have been assessed, if not elimination from the game and potentially even suspension for, again, leaving his feet, seeming to aim for the head. And then, of course, the player he hit hits his head on the way down. We, we've seen players in other sports get ejected from games for doing a lot less. And I know, say what you want about the NFL, not a perfect league by any means, but they, they take that targeting rule seriously. And, they, and a lot of the things that they look at are players leaving the ground, leading with their upper body, where they're aiming their upper body. And I just feel like those things should have been taken into consideration, but it doesn't seem like it was. And it's confusing to me, and it seemed to have rattled the stars who weren't playing that well up to that point in the game. And really through the rest of that second period, they just were not the same. They were eventually able to find some new life in the latter stages of the matchup. But uh, th that then I think turned for momentum for the Minnesota wild who, who then went on to score a goal after that hit and gain momentum because there was no punishment for anything that was done. And I, I gave props on Twitter, but want to do it here as well. Max Domi stepping up to the plate and, and scrapping with Matt Dumba after that play. The, the newest member of the team in terms of the organization. I mean, picked up at the trade deadline just what feels like a few weeks ago. And, and that's why you go out and get a guy like Max Domi. He obviously can score. He can pass. He does a lot of things really well on the ice, but he also has that fire in him. He has a little bit of feistiness to him. And, and I, I respected him already. I think he's a great player. But after that, man, my, my respect is at an all-time high for Max Domi for stepping up and in defense of Joe Pavelski like that. And I think anyone else on that team would have done it, but Max Domi happened to be the closest. And, and again, if you've watched Max Domi, you know, it doesn't take a lot to get him going. And, and yeah, I think that needed to be done. I'm not upset about the penalties that were assessed to him at all. And he ended up coming back in the game. And I think he also had a really good game. He played well in overtime, five shots on goal in the game, two blocked shots, 
20 minutes and 34 seconds of time on ice, still one minute 35 of power play time. Really liked what I saw from Max Domi across the board, but especially uh, in that moment. I think that speaks volumes to who he is as a teammate. And, and again, another reason why I would not mind him sticking around on this Stars roster past this season and postseason. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll stop talking about this hit on Joe Pavelski, and we'll talk about Jake Ottinger, who is looking as good as he's ever looked in the playoffs, which is saying quite a bit. More on that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, everybody, I want to leave you with a little bit of a positive on today's episode. Again, it's a gut punch of a loss for the Stars and we talked about some of the reason to stay optimistic. The special teams looked relatively sharp. Both goals for the Stars coming on the power play, unable to convert in the late stages of the game, though they get a third-period power play opportunity, and they get two opportunities on the man advantage in overtime and still not able to execute, but still a, a good amount to like on the Stars' special teams. You get production from Hintz and Robertson and Haskinen, can't really ask for too much more from your star players. But that also includes Jake Ottinger, who was fantastic during this game. He saves 45 of 48 shots. And this is a game that you can't you can't put on him. You cannot blame this loss on him. Again, that puck at the end of the game that Ryan Hartman shoots and scores. It's an awkward carom. Jake Ottinger not ready, not really expecting that play to happen and just gets beat again because he, he was caught off guard and unprepared for that moment. But he made save after save after save, and some of them nearly impossible st shots that watching you think, oh, the Wild are going to score here, and the, the game's going to end, or they're, they're, they're going to take the lead here late in the third period. But he's moving with ease across the crease, never really looking uncomfortable, not looking phased. He's laughing as he's saving these pucks and tossing them back to the faceoff dot, looking at his teammates, smiling, laughing on the biggest stage, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. It literally does not get bigger than that stage. And he looks calm. He looks poised. He looks collected mentally, physically. He looks the best that he's looked all season. And I feel like this game alone was better than any game from last year's playoffs against Calgary, which is saying a lot because those games, he was lights out in every single matchup. And it looks like we're getting another performance like that. But somehow he has found a way to elevate his game to new heights. And of course, the Stars, I think, have a chance if they're going to get scoring production from their top line. 
They're going to get involvement from Miro Haskin, and they, of course, have a chance to win games. But if the Stars are going to stick around and find a way to overcome and win this series, I think it's going to have a lot to do with number 29. And as long as Ottinger is the man leading this team in net, they have a shot. They have a shot every single game. And even if they get past this series, doesn't matter who they play next. Jake Ottinger has shown that he is ready to go yet again. He's stepping up to the plate with all the confidence in the world. He is unbothered and unfazed by any of the opposition ahead of him. And he is the backbone of this team, was the backbone of this team last night. Stars could have easily found themselves down by multiple goals at the end of the first period, but they only find themselves down 1-0. And that one goal, a really good screenplay by the Minnesota Wild, difficult save for Jake Ottinger. Difficult, difficult save, and still really was, was relatively close. But he made so many key, crucial saves at so many important junctures in the game on Monday night. You can't help but be encouraged by the performance that he showed and that he gave to us. I'm excited to see what he does next on Wednesday night. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen every single day. Remember to subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at. We're free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can also follow us on social media. Just search at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And we'll be back here tomorrow getting you set for game two of this first round series as the Stars look to get even with the Minnesota Wild at one game apiece. But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>